this is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column, published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in this series, a full list of references and a link to the written piece can be found in the show notes. Episode 16, Health, Wellness and the Quick Fix Fallacy. Health and wellness scams have endured the ages by exploiting one, scientific naivete, and two, our innate desire for simple solutions to complex problems. The Mesopotamians, for example, made substantial contributions to science and technology. They were the first to use irrigation in agriculture, the first to forge tools from bronze and iron, and the first to use looms to weave cloth from wool. But despite these accomplishments, they were known to treat illnesses by offering amulets and incantations to the gods and evil spirits they believed had inflicted disease in retribution for the sins of mankind. In ancient Greece, a culture that founded the philosophies on which the modern scientific method is based, they believed that gladiator blood conferred powerful healing properties and could cure epilepsy. They at least had the good manners to wait until a gladiator had fallen in battle before rushing the grounds of the amphitheatre to drink directly from the open wounds. And 200 years after the scientific revolution, medicine men toured the Old West, selling oil from the Chinese water snake as a powerful painkiller. It wasn't until the early 1900s that developments in analytical chemistry showed that snake oil contained no active ingredients. The history of pseudoscience is as old as the history of civilization. Although belief in evil spirits and the powers of gladiator blood have since waned, at least in the developed world, health and wellness is now dominated by other practices with an equally tenuous link to reality. Homeopathy, chiropractic, acupuncture and thousands of diets, supplements and exercise programs. In fact, baseless claims in pseudoscience are so pervasive in the modern health and wellness industry it might appear as though we've made little progress since Mesopotamia. This brings up the question, why do people continue to fall for baseless health claims, even those that so readily subvert our understanding of science? This is a complex question, one that we can begin to answer by considering how humans evolved to make decisions. When the human and pre-human genome was being naturally selected, our survival depended on our ability to navigate hypersocial groups, to recognise simple patterns in the environment, for example predict the movements of migrating animals or changes in the weather, and to conserve energy in times of calorific scarcity. Humans are therefore social animals with a propensity to see patterns, real or imagined, in daily phenomena, which are hardwired for economy heuristics, making approximations that appear to save us time and effort. But human lives and human genes are now incongruent. Modern society has changed dramatically, especially in the last 50 years and even more so since the advent of the internet and social media. 
Contemporary culture is characterized by big business, fake news and bad science. Largely propagated on unvetted social media platforms where misinformation spreads further and deeper than the truth in all categories. Such a rapid cultural shift has far outstripped the ability of our decision-making machinery to adapt. In essence, we are using analogue critical faculties to navigate a digital age. This largely explains our susceptibility to misinformation and our inclination toward glossy shortcuts and quick-fix interventions often tended by product manufacturers, diet gurus and fitness influencers. The notion that there are simple solutions to complex problems is so hardwired, so crucial to today's perception of health and wellness, that I'm debuting it as the quick-fix fallacy. That is, our tendency to look more favourably upon claims, advice or propositions that seemingly eliminate time and or effort in the pursuit of an outcome. Attempts to exploit the fallacy are all around us. In clickbait online adverts and memes, one weird trick to busting belly fat, and in the sale of fad diets, supplements, detoxes, and newfangled exercise programs that claim to revolutionise fitness. The quick-fix fallacy is also exploited by the media in its biased interpretation of scientific developments. Stories are often presented with sensationalist headlines that don't necessarily conform to the mainstream scientific opinion, a strategy designed to maximally harvest today's media currency, likes, clicks and shares. It's a problem so familiar it has its own term, yellow journalism, an idiom coined in the 1890s to denote the use of lurid features and sensationalised news in the media to attract readers and increase circulation. In yellow journalism, the tempered conclusions of modern science are often relegated to the background, making it difficult for readers to separate fact from fiction. I became a journalist, said Christopher Hitchens in a broadcast interview, partly so that I wouldn't ever have to rely on the press for my information. Health and wellness reporting of this type reinforces the notion that one can achieve a fitness goal by investing in a product or service that conveys a shortcut, negating the time and effort that sensible advice usually mandates. Yellow journalism also shows why media literacy, and not just science literacy, is a crucial component of critical thinking education. The quick-fix fallacy has led us to develop shortcuts that supposedly expedite desirable outcomes, despite clear evidence that achieving meaningful pursuits nearly always requires significant investment. With respect to health and wellness, there is no panacea, no quick-fix. Exercise professionals are in general agreement that actions evoking meaningful long-term health, increased activity levels, healthy eating, changing one's relationship with food, require a displacement of time and or effort. In other words, commodities that tend to suffer from an adherence problem. It can take considerable time, perhaps many months, for results to manifest after beginning a healthy eating regimen. An exercise program similarly requires time, but also an effort displacement. In other words, one must exert themselves to expend energy above baseline metabolic rate. A long-term commitment to time and effort predicates any worthwhile pursuit, such as learning a new language, learning to play a musical instrument, or acquiring new skills upon beginning a new career. 
why should health and wellness be any different? The people most likely to achieve their goals in this vast commercialist culture are those who can best assimilate that basic fact and avoid the quick fix fallacy. This will only be possible if we upgrade our cognitive machinery. It's yet another reason to be a skeptic. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor and Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.nbtiller.com.